Should, I, should my mic be muted right now? Yes. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the Obelisk. Tonight's guest is Daniel from Ballbusters. Daniel, how you doing? I have no bio for him. I apologize. Very good, hi. sir. Yes, and hi, Daniel. Every, everyone that Hello, follows, Nish. yeah, everyone that follows the Cosmic Salon is already familiar with Daniel and his greatness. I'm thrilled that Daniel's here. I'm thrilled Jerry gets to experience some Daniel, and together all of us make up one Italian. By the way, one hundred percent. Yes, so funny. <laughs> Anyway, so I figured we'd start with Daniel just giving people a breakdown on who you are. You really have top level interviews on your show. You're heavily shadow banned. That's why so many people don't see you. But when they end up at your channel, they see the quality of people you have. And the quality of your interviews are just always fucking on bullseye. It's amazing. And so just who are you, Daniel, of Ballbusters? Okay. Hi, uh, everybody. Um, Jerry, thank you for having me on, by the way. Uh, Nish, thank you for uh, setting this up. And I would just, uh, about four years ago, I guess I started making videos because I've been reading ravenously uh, before that. I guess I kind of set off when my daughter, we found out that we were going to have a baby and I just wanted to make sure that she was safe. So I started reading a bunch of stuff. Rebecca started reading a bunch of stuff. Um, making sure that we wanted, you know, we wanted her to come into this world safely. And that's sent us down the path of uh, learning about vaccines and things like that. And it uh, spiraled from there. I mean, I was reading a bunch of books before then, but I didn't really have a like a direction or a purpose as to why I was just anything that I was interesting. I was a book collector before I started reading them, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I just started getting really into involved in trying to figure out what the evil force behind the things that seem to be filtered throughout history, you know, coming, coming straight at us, you know, and uh, intensifying their and and speeding up their approach. And uh, I started having some ideas about that. And I wanted to share that because I figured, well, if, if more people don't know about this, then how do you stop it? So that was the reason for making the videos in the first place. And then just recently in the last probably year, I got, um, the idea to start bringing people on besides just friends to uh, to discuss things and, you know, learn from their expertise. And I've had several doctors on since then. Dr. Artis is a regular that comes on almost every Monday when he's not out doing some other thing. The Dr. snake, Brian the Artis. literal snake oil salesman. <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's got a lot of, uh, he's got a lot of input there. And if you watch the Mike Adams three hour long, three chapter, uh, interview he does he goes into great details it's coming from their own words what they use to cleave dna and things like that and that's straight it's straight up snake venom peptide so no, yeah that's no, how they I, were using mrna before so i i did listen to that I, I am familiar with his work yeah so there's uh the chiropractic uh nutritionist side of that i also had dr peter glidden on who is a naturopath um dr tal brown who tried to warn the fbi but he doesn't i guess he doesn't realize that they're part of the problem um <clears throat> And some other people, uh, but yeah, that's that's recently what I've been doing is having other people on. But <laughs> I've been deleted off of YouTube twice now. I had Twitter. I got kicked off of Twitter for you know two years ago, and I can't even try to put them an account out because if my VPN drops, then it knows that I am using their. I'm not allowed on there, so they just they shut down this the uh, account. I tried it again recently, and they 
the VPN for some reason failed. And then all of a sudden they knew who I was and they, they, they closed it, closed it down again. So, yeah. It, yeah. It's amazing. And your chats with uh, Dr. Artis are the best out there in my opinion. So, I mean, you just do such great work. And when I encountered you, you were, and people who know from listening to our show, which was long, we, I think we did four hours or something. It was crazy. Uh, our first, our first get together on that. You went everywhere I could go. And so your well of knowledge is deep. I have so much respect for you, Daniel. And uh, the work you're doing, I think it's great. I'm a believer in, in what you're doing. So thank you for coming to the obelisk. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm open-minded. I, I'm just trying to like explore every avenue and see what's there. You know what I mean? So I don't, I'm not the type of person to tell people how to think. I'm just trying to like explore things. If, if, if I think it's like a erroneous thing or it's, you know, kind of a waste of time where it's a distraction, I'll, I'll point that out, but I'm not there to tell people what everything means because who the hell knows when it comes to symbolism, it comes to exoteric and the esoteric. I mean, what what answer are you looking for? Like the the fifteen uh, meanings for this thing in the esoteric, or the or the one or two in the exo? You know what I mean? So it's like every one might be correct in some in some uh, percentage. So what's on your radar right now, Daniel? Uh, my concerns right now, like I, there is this thing called the Z map that I got sent. I have a bunch of people on my Instagram that have been sending me a lot of really interesting things lately. Um, actually, I just listened to a, a three-year-old post of uh, Tracy Twyman when she was talking about being gang stalked and things like that. And uh, this guy named, I think it was Jerry, um, or maybe it was uh, John Jonathan or something like that. He was an owner of some kind of a campground over by where Isaac Caffey was killed. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was that was a while ago. Yeah, it was about three years ago, but somebody had just sent it to me and I was like, yeah, I want to hear about that because um, the coverage that certain other people did on Isaac Cappy was kind of uh, more self-glorifying than it was really telling you anything about it. So um, I wanted to learn a bit more about it. And uh, Tracy was on Freeman a long time ago, and that's how I learned about her. And uh, but as far as like what's concerning me, like the the Z map is about uh, it shows the whole shows the whole map and all the markers or the 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 tabs are places where something that processes food or a farm has spontaneously combusted airplane <laughs> crashed into it it's lit on fire euthanized a bunch of uh animals or whatever because of h1n1 they're still doing that in 2022 they're they're still euthanizing things over h1n1 that was a surprise to me i thought we've already gone over to that and realized that it was a joke but i guess not so uh, yeah, so they're attacking the food supply, and then you look at they're weaponizing the IRS, 87,000 stormtroopers, and now some moron out of Virginia just proposed a 1,000% excise tax on all the things in your gun safe. So they're going to de they're going to oh. disarm you that way now. Jesus. And he's in the Congress. Like it's not even have something that has to pass the House, and that's like there's some other, it's like deeper than that already. Yeah, I, in England, they're looking to tax uh, meat at oh, an yeah, exorbitant rate to keep people from eating meat. Yeah, I'm sure Triton is going to be wonderful for everybody <laughs> when they start munching on those crickets. <laughs> Did you see, um, it was on Twitter. I don't know if you're on Twitter at all. Somebody was passing it around. It's uh, some kind of cheddar cheese puffs or cheese puffs. Some Some kind of cheese puff snack that's got cricket flour in it, like buried it. 
excuse me, buried in the ingredients list. Oh boy. So I that's an emulsifier, huh? It's cricket. I, I have no idea, but, <laughs> so uh, you, you used to use uh, what do you call it? Uh, wood basically when it yeah. says cellulose, cellulose it's actually, yeah. like sawdust. Yeah. yeah. But do, do you follow salty cracker? That dude? No, YouTube? I don't. I don't know anything on Twitter because I'm right. not allowed on. I'm, I, no, I no. got put in timeout. It's on YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, he's also on. He's not freely he's on, on YouTube, but he's no, on yeah, shoot yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Daniel, Jerry, you already missed it. Daniel already said he can't get on Twitter because they have his uh, IP blocked. I heard him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can get on there and watch other things, but it, it immediately tells me that I'm not allowed to to like or comment, and then you know that I've been kicked off just to remind me that you know. Sucks but I mean, if you. somebody sends me a link, I can get, I can see stuff. I just don't go on it because of that kind of annoyingness of it. But uh, what do you call it? I because of everything else that's happened with my ability to get out to people, I have Josh from Josh UTV, the guy who created that. Like I have my full channel there, three hundred fifty-eight videos. But he also repurposes all of my uh, interviews on his, like he re-uploads onto his BitChute and it gets twenty and 30,000 views on there. Yet I'll get 100 if I on my old YouTube channel for the same video. So that should tell you something <laughs> right there. Well, you should check out Salty Cracker. He's a hoot. And he's Salty he's cracker. been in this a long time. He's definitely been in this a long time. I just I dropped a link just in chat. I dropped a link oh. in chat for you. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. Let me open Thank this you. here. I don't have that open. <laughs> he did. He did a video today about the cricket, like the puffs. He was calling poofs. <laughs> yeah, like cheesy poofs. Cheesy poofs. Yeah. He's, he's really <laughs> funny. I thought of when you said it too. That's funny. The dude cracks me up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Salty's funny. I want to get him on the show. Have you invited him? Not yet. But yeah, you should. We follow each other on Twitter, so I could DM him and ask. Well, you should do that. I, I will. love some salty. I will. So I want to, Daniel, I wanted to look at, so this is all interesting stuff. And one of the things I did want to get your uh, opinion on and whatever you gleam from this situation, this weaponization of the IRS is so fucking alarming. It's, it is absolutely anti-American if we understand what it means to be an American. That's just like, can I, mean, I add some context to that before we get into yeah, it? Yeah, go Jerry. Go. So yeah, the, there is a provision they've got like, uh, I think it was like 80, $70 billion in extra funding yeah. and the charter to hire 87,000 new agents, but that's over a 10 year period. It's not all like this year. But does that even matter? They shouldn't, they're not even a federal organization. I mean, just, they I'm are just, fed, but. I'm just filling no, in not. blanks here. It's not, not even like, in the treasury list. Yeah. But is there a reason for that many? I don't care what period, especially well, if we look at population going down. We, we can't, we can't take what they tell us at face value because they continually lie. It's they been, do continually they, they've been, lie. They've been saying over and they, over again, this was not to target the middle class. So it's strictly for billionaires. Since there's yeah, less that's why you need 87,000 of them to, to, to exactly. Push it, right? Since there's a thought less than a thousand billionaires in the U.S., I don't know why they need 87,000 people to go after. No, this that, the writing's on the wall with yeah, this. Yeah, I know. And anyway, it's ridiculously hyperbolic. They shouldn't. The IRS should actually not be armed at all. First of all, and the BATF all, comes out of there. You know that 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 that's an offshoot of because it's a tax. It's a tax. Um, a tax enforcement uh, arm of, of the IRS. So, te so technically they have been armed. They just call themselves the ATF since, uh, you know, the sixties or whatever. Yeah. 
And and taxation is, uh, you know, I mean, come on, that's not what we're about here. I know that we've grown up with it. I know the history of it. But again, this situation is, and this is why I said it, and I don't care if it triggers people in other places or <laughs> non-Americans that seem to be everywhere in America now calling the shots. But in America, this was this was not really how this was supposed to be. This was not how this was supposed to be laid out for us. Taxation is a thug mentality. It's a thug situation. And it's seriously, the money they collect from you is honestly not going where you think it is. And it's a, it amazes me that people continue to allow this kind of cancer to grow. And my entire life, I've had enough, I've, it's been offensive to me because of, thank you to my dad who I met at 13, the Sicilian, the half Sicilian, um, that I think I was 12, but it, it's in there. Um, the, you know, he taught me this stuff and he was trying to make it very clear to me what this is really about. And it's ironic coming from a Sicilian man talking about thuggery, right? as a man who went to jail for stuff. And so this, this idea of taking from you like this illegally, they tax us every which way. I could go on and on about all this. I really could. I'm not going to rant. I'm not going to do that. But I'm just so offended that now they're, they're making sure that we know openly how armed and ready to shoot they are. I mean, even in there that, you know, to shoot, did you, reading some of it was kind of offensive to me in a way that was like, are people actually going to stand for this? Shooting your dogs and your animals and in case you have to, uh, using deadly force. I mean, come on. I just can't chew on it. Daniel, what is going on with all this? If I was to... Um take what I've learned from Bill Cooper's hour of the time over the years and add that to, you know, what I've learned from people like Eustace Mullins talking about the fed. I would say that they called in the debt, but they just haven't told anybody publicly yet that the, that's just how, this is how they're collapsing the system right now is that they're calling in the $30 trillion debt. And the way that they're going about that is to raise an army and that's what we're seeing happen right now. So what's the what are the goals of the United Nations? The first one is to disarm us and then total domination, one world government, right? The United Nations Charter was uh, had replaced the US Constitution in 1945 when Truman and the Senate kind of treasonously signed that and uh, made it the law of the land. So I would say by, you know, the the the, the surrender at Appomattox Courthouse in 1865 is when the Republic died and we were divided and conquered just like a good little Roman agent of Lincoln, you know? Yes. And uh, from, from then on, we really were flying without one. Then they incorporated in 1871. By 1913, we have the Federal Reserve Act. And then we had the 16th Amendment, which really says they don't have any new taxation powers, but that doesn't matter. What matters is how they how they act and if nobody's stopping them or speaking up or preventing it from happening and nobody's doing that. So they've gone on assuming and we've gone on assuming to get to this point. So the income tax thing in and of itself is completely unconstitutional and the 16th amendment did not change that. It did not change it. 
but that doesn't really make a difference if everybody's acting accordingly. And if no one stands up for it and you think that some other mind control slave in a suit on CV who pretends to be from a different party is somehow going to fix it, even if he has orange hair and orange skin, um, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not. Yeah, Ivana dropped dead too, by the way. Literally dropped down a staircase, I guess, recently. Oh, yeah. Well, they're trying to exhume her because allegedly, you know, they think that <laughs> you... they, they hid papers in Did you have nuclear secrets too? <laughs> Talk about, well, that's the... kind of Italian style. That's kind of Sicilian style, buried under grandma. Did you see all the news stories about how uh, Trump buried her on the golf course at his Mar-a-Lago to uh, get some kind of tax break? <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. It's all, oh everything God. is so triggered around him and he's part of the system too. And so oh, yeah. we can't forget this, but it's yeah, still ridiculous. He's not our guy. He's not our guy. Uh, you know, I, I, as much as I have a problem with like some of the outlandish claims that I hear uh, that kind of discredit some of the truth and like, there's a lot of there's a lot of truth and then there's there's like this poison thread that runs through a lot of people's presentations, right? I like a lot of what Fritz Springmeier has to say about mind control and things like that. And if that if any of that is true, then all these people have alters, they have different personalities that are that are can be triggered with trigger words. And you were seeing a portion of the the charismatic side, but you know, thinking that you know someone that you've never met before who's a billionaire is kind of ridiculous. You know, yes. it's and you know to think that somehow, like, if you look at even just the, the the destroyed lives of, you know, pop stars that came out of Disney for Christ's sake, I mean, there's definitely something going on that's that's shattering their their psyches to make them that messed up. <laughs> to where she's screaming like uh like Britney was screaming uh that she was the devil and scared the crap out of her very large bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't doubt that there's some kind of shenanigans going on with these with these kids, but it could just be the dropping children into that environment and giving them a shitload of money too. and attention and, and access to drugs and alcohol and all that fucks kids up. Mm -hmm. You know, um, like I, Chet Hanks, like, exactly <laughs> like Chet Hanks. Like Brit Britney Spears is a good example. She's look at Demi Lovato. She's whack. Yep, she sure is. And uh, I would I would say that uh, the, a lot of times when people think, man, I don't know what's wrong with my with, with my vines and my TikToks. How how is it that uh, people like the the Paul brothers get so big? It's because they're chosen. They're selected. Plus, he was in Disney as well. So, you know, that they were created to be influencers so that they would follow the plan that they have been given. And and the reward is. But tons of money, you know, mm -hmm. so among other things yeah i mean like i said i, I don't think I, I i'm not saying that nefarious shit is not going on but i think a lot of it can be explained just by and i'm a i'm practical like that as well yeah. but i think there's also an element there oh yeah i mean yeah. you even if it's not on the highest level like i don't as much as i like to want to believe people like kathy o'brien like some of the things like why do you have to bring in like names like the the presidents the that you yeah. you know what i mean it's like it's like okay you're kind of just jumped the shark on that one and even if it's possibly true it's going to be harder for people to swallow you know what i mean yeah and the my big problem with that is that when these people and i'm, I'm not saying that she's 
lying or anything. I don't know. You know, I know her story. I don't know if it's true or not. You know, I just know I can prove it. When you bring in big names like that, like Bill Clinton, and well, she was she was Bush's woman, right? Wasn't that her her deal? There's so many things like right. Uh, Mitt, Mitt Romney was in it with her, and right. you know, and... there's no way that these people are going to address it for one and for two. She could say whatever she wants, and there's no way to prove it's true. It's right. all it's all just it's all hearsay. That's a, that's one of those situations where even if it's the truth, it will discredit you. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. So it's unfortunate. Yeah, look at look at the narrative at hand, and this is a perfect example for the narrative at hand with Anne Hesh. So everyone, <laughs> you know, I come out with my stuff with calm. Amy D. And <laughs> uh oh, I come out with my stuff with Amy D on the prima donnas of the gutter, and I'm still wait. I there's some things I'm not ever going to mention first because I don't want any backlash. But there's some stuff that still hasn't been addressed. But here's my point, because there are a lot of people out there saying that we're crazy, that we're just we're looking to see drama, we're looking to see uh, some mixed up shit. Okay whatever and i just don't actually care to even deal with those people at all at this point where i am in this stage i know that there is something vastly wrong with this and i knew it in the very beginning when i was watching that footage live but it all starts to fall into place so you know they say they've closed the case there's nothing more there's a ton of evidence i've done a whole show on it so is the secret son and everyone has done a show on it and then it you know stuff starts to trickle in and normal people are picking up on these big cues it's waking them up there's a white topped mini cooper and a black top mini cooper she owned a black top mini cooper the white top mini cooper we see speeding like a bat out of hell is white topped i mean it's stuff like this and they're saying is hers and you hear the thug of it hitting and all this stuff there is so much shit that is right in your face absolutely right in your face that to to continue to say that it was she was high on cocaine because they told us it was alcohol at first till toxicology came back and now toxicology is saying oh there might be fentanyl in it but the original toxicology report that they showed us was uh cocaine and now they're adding in their final thing that might be might be fentanyl well what that didn't show in the toxicology report but this is beyond the point because there were no burn marks there was her hairs there the inside the plastics on the inside if this kind of heat was going down there would have been a whole different optic and like i said i i did i don't know two and a half hours on this already and i've talked in other places about it my point and the the point of relevance here is that you can buy the story and turn away or you can ask some questions and look deeper in yeah. and i guarantee with all of this stuff britney included and britney's a hot topic right now because even her ex-boyfriend tried and i don't know if you all saw that he tried to break into her estate he did break into her estate because he believes britney is dead and he can't find her well in the video and i again i don't know if you all seen that he can't find her and they've got this whole party going and all this stuff and he's saying definitively this isn't right well we know this isn't right from the get-go and we knew looking at it we the psychics out here knew looking at it that britney was never going to get out of that conservatorship as britney 
and and she certainly didn't so whatever's going on in that camp it's not as it's told and a lot of these mickey mouse club kids were mk ultra absolutely and i do not yes they were having they were fucked up they were given like any other milled thing they're given drugs and all this and i think it's a cop-out personally to to start saying something like that 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 you know they're going to be fucked up because of you know the fame the drugs they give them of course a given it's a given when you go from nothing to all of a sudden everyone's calling your name and all that it fucks you up but it's it's more than that and mk ultra card with the mickey mouse club i think is beyond contest at this point they're uh they're they're given up and a lot of times blackmailed their parents are or they're or they're bought into that like they're they're paid off to take one or more of their children into the fold for that type of mind control programming and the, the trigger words that they put into music movies and all that stuff is to keep their little slaves out there in check because it constantly triggers them to be terrified and stay in their you know keep it together basically i mean that's that's something that you can actually find literature on for this these mk ultra operation monarch all that stuff that's that's not even a that's not like if i mean if unless their own documents are lying i mean that is a thing that actually is present and still going on so yeah, I don't know. I, I so the Anne Hish thing that you just mentioned. I don't watch television, so she's dead. I'm guessing. Oh yeah. Yeah, they pulled the plug on her yesterday or the day before. They yeah. well, so there's Allegedly. this whole. <laughs> did Daniel? Did you listen to my show about this on the prima donnas of the gutter? No. See, I I've been working, and then I had been work at like last three days solid. I've been doing nothing but working for my business that provides my family. Not really doing so much here. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't really want to get too much in this because I've already done a show. Everyone's done a show, but you did. There's <laughs> oh, she's dead, but there's amazing video of her coming to on the on the gurney. You can't see them putting her on the gurney. There's one car with a white top. She bought a red wig right beforehand. There, they, the her podcast got pulled from public listening as soon as this happened, as soon as they identified it as Anne Heche. There's, she there's used to be a, a, a girlfriend of um, Ellen's. Ellen, right? Yeah, and yeah. she was in that awesome movie with uh, uh, forty. Was it? For, for, was it Harrison Ford? Six days, Harris. six nights. A great movie, good yeah, movie. Yeah, it was. She was yeah. funny. She was funny too. I liked it. Oh, Anne Hesh's there's a Anne Hesh was a rebel, and you could tie her into Francis Farmer. But I think before we move into that kind of discussion, there's we're too too deep. You need to get caught up. I don't want to do that all here since it. But let me tell you, Daniel, it is something you need to get your optics on because it is one of the best examples in modern history, in my opinion, of of a hit being played out in public a hit that is very specific that ties in a lot of these other people that ties in alec baldwin we're talking about weinstein remember she remember she came out and she would not suck weinstein's dick and her 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 career never went a list because of that you have that was one of the gateway things you get what you pay for you know well, <laughs> that's when Ellen and see, that's when Ellen walked in. And, and so there's a, an Ellen's part of that casting couch thing. And so there's a whole bunch here, but I think, um, I think we, we don't need to hash that out here because I think you need to be caught. Yeah, up no, it. for sure. The, the, the elements that you brought up for whatever reason, just made me think of princess Diana being like killed in a tunnel after, yes. you know, entering it, not really so much in an accident. 
and you know the the stories that have come out about possibly you know something about the pillars in there and there was some kind of like ritual going on i don't know if any of that's true but it just made me think of that stuff it's uh, true when you said with diana somebody. yeah it's true with diana and it's true with Anne Heche, and this is on that level yeah. and this is a tie into nordics and a whole bunch of stuff there's so much going on here that uh, and you I, sh get your eyes on it check out all the video of her coming up off of that gurney and um i mean it's just incredibly haunting right haunting imagery and it's disturbing and this tale is very dark and deep and i'm happy to see that masses of people normal people are actually questioning it because it's such a bullshit narrative and the the actual details are just falling apart one at a time and some of them are just sloppy but that's what you get and this is a good example of a live event situation they, there's the people in the know that understand what's going on their place and all this there's there's a setup going on there's a prestige aspect to this and there's definitely a prestige prestige access uh, thing going on with this particular sleight of hand that we saw with this. Um, and there is a whole backstory here that goes back to the tale of Janice. She's born a Gemini and the two-faced god of the, uh, yeah, yes. Janice. Yeah. Yeah. And of course her kids, you know, that her kids are Atlas and Homer, right? That's what she named her kids. Yeah. And so the Iliad and, you know, right. Yes. And so <laughs> um, th this you have to this is a deep narrative. And it's like I said, it's on the level of Diana and it's incredible. It's terribly tragic. It's incredible. And this is how they make an example of you. And you bet your bottom dollar the way they do organ ha harvesting I know this, the way they do, uh, and people want to look at China for their nasty organ harvesting. Falun Gong, yeah, how they're yeah. taking them out. Yeah, it's, it's not on the level of China, but it's on the level of China at the same time, the nastiness that they do with these people. And uh, like, I would never have checked don't organ done it once i learned long ago and far away that you don't do that and i got shown the reasons why i i was an organ donor always i was like oh my god no you can't imagine the kind of torture they put these people through and there's a reason why there was a 70s movie called coma and so, you know, we've got a backlog on the ideas of what can happen. This was a full-on hit, and this was also a shadow hand card that was played, and people are shaking in their boots. You bet Alex Baldwin is shaking in his boots. He and her just did a film. He was out and got criticized for wishing her well when she was in the quote-unquote coma and um and got this all this backlash and uh, other people ellen gave a really dry response of course ellen's a, a lot of the the seat of some really intense controversy that's not fully out yet it's on the weinstein level i think she's a high level priestess if you want to I think oh, she has a bloodline that's pretty is. deep. She's sitting at the table. She yeah. Ellen is sitting at the table. And uh that's that's a that's a fact from where I stand, but I'm a woo queen. So I think until you get to up to bar up to par on that, I think we should just move on. But yeah, for sure. No, I would and the, the, the what I was gonna say just to add to that, like you know, when we're talking about the people that go through these programs and then are being, you know 
they're be their their psyches being shattered and they're putting up trauma walls to you know isolate different personalities and things like that. I mean, that sounds crazy when you're talking about it and you don't know the 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 signs and symbols of how they mark everything. You know, it's like you have the profane or the common level, uh, the exoteric. Then you have the initiates that are just starting to get it, and then the the, the adepts who are straight up into the esoteric, and each level has its different perception of 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 the data. So I mean, depending on how much you've been exposed to, will determine how you see things in the world. Because a lot of it's yelling at your subconscious, telling you something that it, there's more to it. You know, so it's just I don't know. I I see a lot more of it now because of strange things that have happened that have kind of opened up my eyes to things that I never would have even I would have scoffed at ten years ago and told you you were being a being a weirdo, you know, but now it's like, yeah, no, that's, that's hundred percent straight up. Yep. (laughs) You have to get there. I was fortunate because I've been um, part of some stuff in my life growing up and that's all everyone listening knows of stories. But as far as like her car and stuff, there are pictures that day of her in the car with the blacktop prior to all this fuckery. And I just want to add that in because I've heard that narrative about the soot and all that. No, her car had a black top and it was not the white cop. It's not the white one. This is like straight up in our faces. Um, And, and then, uh, but where I wanted to go tonight, hopefully is I wanted to look at the greater arc of what you think might be coming. And this is why I, I thought we should talk about the weaponization of the IRS and now looking at these moves that the Biden administration's been making, you know, come on, what went on with all this stuff with our Speaker of the House going over there? What are you seeing happening on this main stage? We see more orange man uh, craziness going on and it's just, it's off the chain right now. So I wanted to get your finger on that pulse i'm trying to find the zoom link no i just lost <laughs> i just went, opened up another screen and now i lost with, with the zoom feature is it, that it? No, no, no. well you're still we still hear you yeah i just want i want to drop something into the chat because there's a link i was gonna give you guys yeah, hit alt tab i'll tab a few times it'll come up all right there we go all right let me just go ahead and go give this to you jerry and then you can open it up if you feel like it this is that z map that i was talking about oh cool and this is all the um all the places that they've hit if you look at the united states they're just stacked on top of one another um and they're there's each one of them has a color code so some of them have been hacked to where the green elevators don't work anymore they've been hacked multiple times uh but i mean if you look at the united states and the rest of the world there there's a there's a definitely a a deliberate attack on the united states food supply and that only happens. That's a that's a war tactic. I mean, if you look at all of these places, you're gonna see just clicking on them, or just I think you just have to scroll over top of them. It'll, it'll give you some details. Like the, some the blue flames are electrical fires. Um, there's all kinds of, and they also throw in like you know food storage facilities and stuff like that, not just processing plants. So there's a bunch of different things on here that have been attacked. Um, and then euthanization of like fifty thousand chickens here. 15,000 there. But I mean, when you, when you zoom out, I mean, look at how cluttered that map is. That's that to me is tells me that this is a Bolshevik style tactic that they're doing. Yes. Yep. Me too. It's under attack. Yeah. And in 2019, I actually made a video called Feaster Plan Famine and I put all the Bolsheviks on the, on the, um, the thumbnail. And I also put, uh, 
what do you call it on there at uh president trump and uh was like yeah this is coming because and this is when we first started hearing about you know covid and i was like this because i was already reading stuff about the Bolsheviks, and I was also reading about Mao, and I'm like, this sounds like the same vein of energy flowing through time, about to do the same thing again, you know. And here we are. It seems like that's what's happening. And you know, if you go over to Europe, there's a bunch of fish uh, washing ashore, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dead fish washing ashore that they talk about on the same map. Uh, France, I believe, has some of them, and that could be poisoning of the water around the area. It could be a great many things, but it just seems like they're trying to make it look like it's some kind of biblical thing or some climate change type of thing, even though they're the ones in control of all of that, you know, but it's just, uh, I see, it's, I see. It's the, like, the, it's the, not the, so much prophecy, but a plan. Right. Yeah. It's when it's forced, it's not exactly natural or, or supernatural, is it? Right. No, it's like, right. it's, it's, it's not so mysterious. <laughs> But um, yeah. So that would if you're looking at like Sun Tzu, even like that's that's one of the war tactics you take off their supply, and then you know this whole thing of like this nonchalant, under the radar, people aren't doing anything about you know these tiny little steps that add up to bigger steps. This whole thing with the uh, the way they framed this, uh, what what is it called? Anti counterinflation. What is it? What's the name of the act? It's reduction In, something inflation reduction act inflation reduction act is, and they said yeah, big opposite. win for big win for uh you know for the government and for uh climate because they don't understand what people don't understand is when they're talking about carbon they're talking about you because you're a carbon-based life form right. and that's yes. what they're reducing they're reducing the carbon and you're the carbon right you know? yeah this whole this whole inflation reduction act is basically the Green New Deal bill that they couldn't pass last year, mm -hmm. forcing it in a different way. Yeah. Forcing it in a different way, exactly. It's it's loaded with pork barrel projects that will not help the environment at all. Uh, FDR on steroids. Exactly, exactly. You know, I I'm of the opinion. Yes, there's pollution, but I don't think there's any humans causing the world to end. I mean, carbon you know, dioxide is a necessary thing. It's plant the, food. It's, it's plant food, exactly. And there's, what did I, what did I, I forget the number, but it's like under 1% of the atmosphere is CO2. Yeah, total, I also total. noticed. It's like 0.4% of the entire atmosphere of the planet wow. is CO2. So how much more do we need to reduce it? All right. And, and they, they, they seem to forget that quote unquote natural occurrences like, Oh, I don't know, a volcanic eruption spew out more crap than any humans yep. could ever do in a billion years worth of pollution. But that's okay for the for the world. But it, but if you know we run our lawnmowers too long, then we're killing the world. It's, it's <laughs> what about just, the weed the the wind blowers? The what did they the leaf blowers? Uh, leaf blowers yeah. Those guys are annoying anyway. Come on. I now. can't even believe what <laughs> I mean, seriously. These are just tactics blowers. used to impose more controls yeah. on humanity. That's all they are. It's, is it going to be bad if I say Mexican Air Force when, when you talk about the, the leaf blowers? No. <laughs> Hopefully everyone can laugh. We need to laugh. This is, you know, stupid shit. Our what gardeners. about, there was, so a friend of mine in Australia, and she's been on my show, um, and she's a, definitely a friend of this show, Amira out there. And she 
watches her expiration dates on stuff. And she was telling me today that, um, you know, you, usually expiration dates are several years into the future. You think four is four or five, some are longer, just depends on what the product is. You know, of course, obviously your perishable stuff is, is less, but right. canned, the good, the canned stuff, the hard canned number 10 canned stuff. So it went from being five, six, some of them, you know, longer to now they're down to this year's stock and next year's stock on the shelves in Australia where she is. And also in Australia, an island, the fishmonger is, they don't have any fish and the fish they do have is from Taiwan. Hmm. Interesting. That'd be from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, blanched and canned means like, 10 years if you're if you're messing with it too much you know like how, how can that go bad you know, know these these types of uh like they put expiration dates on water water i mean <laughs> unless you're talking about a plastic bpa container right, you know right. it's like what are we really saying here i mean it's it's just a mind control thing for people to throw away things that they would normally have just eaten and saved and had food for it's just trying to convince you to, to that it's no longer good it's so that you are not a food vessel yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we are the Apple iPod. <laughs> there's, there's, we <laughs> yes, that's a good one. There's a there's a meme going around um, with uh, this. It's like a a pint of um, Himalayan sea salt, and on the package it says, you know, two hundred and fifty thousand years in the making for this salt <laughs> to be made, right? But then it says expires on whatever date <laughs> right, salt expires yeah. minerals expire right. rocks and uh, i don't go hiking anymore because everything underneath my feet is expired <laughs> but you know this gives us a, a pulse on the food supply so they're running they're on the they're on last year's stock is what's going on they're on recent oh, stock that's the whole point of this exploration nothing new thing. has come about oh, yikes. right they've gone through it and they're now at the last bit of stock that's coming in that's why people are still seeing it we know the last two years they've been hard hitting a lot of the food supply and as of course this map suggests as well with um some of the you know the food processing plants and all this and um we've seen what they've done to major bread baskets their fields on the fire Netherlands. Right. And, and the floods and all kinds of natural disasters that have been attacking foodlands. And so now on the shelves, at least down in Australia, uh, the expiration dates are now not very far out on long, long, long life shelf stuff. That's a uh, that is concerning. It's going to well, that gives us a clue that next year, for sure, if they're on, if they're that low, that next year. Is I mean we're I'm already seeing it here, in weird in weird ways. But that next year we're going to see some interesting stuff going down with all that, especially if they keep hitting these food processing plants and uh, fields of. I'm not sure if there's very many left. I mean they've also knocked out uh, oil refineries and things like that too. Not that they had pipelines to you know to produce anything for them in the first place to extract anything for them with, you know, Biden knocking out every pipeline. And then all of a sudden gas goes up surprisingly. I wonder how that happened. Completely makes us dependent on foreign and then shuts down the foreign. So that's starts wars with them instead. 
That's and, a, you that's know, an that, that does kind of seem to some of the good stuff that I don't care how you feel about Trump or anyone out there, but there was some, you know, he brought in some interesting stuff and I think he did some good stuff when he was still Trump in the beginning. And uh, that, that was interesting. He made America self-reliant again. And he, I mean, we saw some of that actually happening. And so if you're paying attention to people like Deborah Tavares at StopTheCrime.net mm-hmm. and, and people she like back that, again, she's back around. I haven't seen her in a while. I've been yeah. kind of worried about her, but the work she's done over these many years, pulling out these documents like the NASA war document yep. and yep. the, you know, the spring water stuff and all this water is a renewable source. It It's a continued renewable source here. This is all a plan takedown. And I just don't know. There's no way to show people what they can't see. This is like the Westworld effect, right? This, or even anything else, the spoon's on the chair, the spoon's not on the chair. If you don't see, you don't see. But what I see is all this playing out and it's amping. It's been amping, but here we are at the point where I think we're at a crisis point and a lot of people are so worn down over the last two years that they're having trouble coping at this point. And here we are, we're at the precipice. It's the precipice isn't down the road. People want like a crazy shit hits the fan moment. Shit hit the fan. It's, it, yeah. it's battering all over us. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's that apathy point that uh, Dr. Artis was talking about how they're just going to you know, it's going to be one barrage after another till people just give up and say, whatever, take me, you know, th- you know, whatever I have to do, just make it stop. You know, there's, there, there's the button they want us to press that says, you know, reset on I best, I guess. And uh, they want us to, they want us to be the ones who comply to it and actually accept it. It's like they need, or, you know, I mean, the whole reason why they need the media is because they need to constantly, develop our perception of the world so that our energy and our thoughts create and manifest the world that they want, not the world that we want. And I think there's a lot to be said about that. I think there's definitely an energy and a force behind that, that makes things be what they want them to be. And if they can control the multitude of our minds and our energy to focus on certain things, well, then if we were acting accordingly, even if there's nothing spiritual or esoteric about it, it, you know, if you act as if, even if you, if you act defeated before you start a fight, you lose, you know? So, I mean, that's just simple psychology there without anything else added to it. And um, with this agency thing, you know, coming, coming to be when they're militarizing, they've, they've had videos. They're trying to like scare and taunt the American people by releasing these things where they're showing them, you know, gun training and stuff like that with the IRS and it's like they don't even need that because the 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 ATF the the red flag laws that just got steroids you know that the, they're they're amping up on that it's it's all part of the same United Nations disarmament plan and if anybody thinks that that couldn't happen I would ask them to look at Public Law eighty seven dash two ninety seven signed in nineteen sixty one by everybody's buddy of quote unquote sarcastically JFK and. Uh, that was a disarmament plan, not just for nuclear weapons, but for conventional quote unquote weapons, which means your rifle, your handgun, uh, all part of it's already a public law. It's just a trickling into the the mainframe, basically. They're they're just gonna do it slowly over time, the erosion, so that it's not resisted. And 
now if they tax you, maybe you're scared now because they just told you they have an army full of people to enforce it. So do you give up your guns or do you have a standoff at your house and your family gets shot? You know what I mean? Like what, what are you going to do? You know, that I think, I think they're at least trying to implant that fear in people's minds, even if it's irrational, um, even if Ill- Illing would take a few before people would start standing up. The point is they want to scare you into not doing anything as they have been keep paralysis by analysis, paralysis by fear, all that stuff. Just keep you sitting there still catatonic and not knowing what to do and just overload you with sensory, you know, sensory overload. That's, that's like such a a point of relevance for everything right now. This is something I went on and on about and something that'll get released here soon. But the point of kicking the kicking it down, everyone's always like, this is what bothers me with the Q thing is trust the plan. Don't do anything. Trust the plan. Yeah. Are you serious? And all these other influencers where that's it's a like, religion model. Oh my God. It's totally cultish. It's totally religion. And it keeps people disarmed and not only disarmed, but not even caring. Like uh, it's, it's keeping them feeling like, okay, the savior complex, right? It's keeping mm-hmm. them feeling like, okay, it's going to be all right. And there's a lot of people on platforms and on large platforms, as you know, that are following yeah. this narrative, whether they're Q people or not, doesn't matter. There, there are people out there saying 18 years is when the action's going to happen. Are you serious? We'll are you looking at then. the same world I'm looking at right now? 18 years? Yeah, you've got a cult going and you're pushing a narrative that seems to- Are you talking about that guy? Yourself. Yes, I'm always talking about him right now, but yeah. he's he's just one of many. He's one of many that has uh, nannied along a lot of people. And I don't know if their reasons are good or bad. I'm not here to make moral judgments like that. But what I do see ultimately is that they is that the are... 138 year cycle supposed to be in 18 more years. Is that what he's yes. what are you talking about? Jerry or uh, is it Jerry? Bruce? How, how do you say Brandy? Yeah, Jason Brashears. Ah, okay. And, um, and, you know, I don't want to make this about him and I don't want to always be, he's just a good example of the Q thing, but not Q, right? It's another person saying, you know, trust the plan, trust it and all this. And I was very into Jason Brashears. I pushed him on a lot of people and a lot of people spent money on him. And then all of a sudden I had this revelation with him and he's got, he had he had a, he has a lot of very compelling 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 stuff but in the end when i started to scratch the surface i realized that it was another kind of savior even though he's got a dark twist so it's not really a i wouldn't say it's a savior thing but it's another it's all these years away people we're in it now yeah um i don't know that that concept of waiting, like, I'm pretty sure if, I, I mean, I can guarantee you that the Council of Nicaea and all of these other things that have occurred that formulated that book was used to control people to not feel independent and not feel empowered because the whole point was to control you. I doubt that God created us to sit around and wait for someone else that he also created. Like, why wouldn't you be the answer? Why wouldn't every single person who was born be the answer? You know what I mean? Together as a united front against whatever, aren't we supposed to be the stewards of the world? Aren't we supposed to do something like, why are we 
able to comprehend things? Why are we able to have hands and arms and legs and be capable to do stuff if we're not supposed to do anything? That doesn't make any sense. No, who who makes a creation helpless on purpose? That doesn't make a damn bit of sense. I think I think any god or creator would want us to be warriors when when it was necessary and want us to be, you know, good natured and benevolent when when that was a- applicable. You know, I don't I don't think there's something that you need to wait for. And when you do that, you have to ask yourself, well, if something does come up and sweep us away and save us, did we deserve it? Did we learn a lesson? Did we learn how to prevent this in the future? Or do we just get, you know, I mean, like if you keep on coddling a child, he never learns how to be independent. So how do you, how, what do you learn from somebody else saving you all the time? Nothing. You need, and you're just as vulnerable and just dependent on someone else to do that for you again. You learn how to transition to uh, your opposite sex. There you go. <laughs> All right. Here you go. Uh, let me see. Wow, everyone roboted for me right there. Nobody was talking. Was Jerry, there... even your image was roboting with you sm- throwing the smoke out. That was kind of awesome how it's that was roboting. smoke, mother. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. I know, the I vape. Know. <laughs> my mom always bitches quit you gotta quit smoke i'm like it's not fucking smoke mother yeah it's uh <laughs> propylene glycol way better it's know? actually vegetable <laughs> glycerin but yes <laughs> all right cool <laughs> oh my goodness so uh, as we're as we're heading into fall and all that that's going to bring for us we're looking at so let's let's look at this i know you do a lot of talking about this kind of stuff on your show with the different doctors you have on daniel but you know so what do we have in the field right now that they're telling us we have we have long covid we have another variant we have monkeypox they're already releasing an omnicron vaccine in the fall they already had had, uh, talked about it it's a there's a there's a couple things coming out vaccine wise there's a uh, what they're calling a bivalent version which is going to have the original wuhan strain and the omicron strain in it uh, I don't have any details on what percent is in what, nor uh, the amount of mRNA that that's supposed to create in your body, probably forever. Oh, yeah. And uh, Moderna's working on a combo four-way shot with flu, all the flu shots, the Omicron, and the original Wuhan strain, which is, oh my God. Which is extinct. And, and this, I, this <laughs> makes sense how? <laughs> Oh, it makes zero sense. I mean, any, you got to be fucking retarded to put that shit in your body, but well, we'll see. But, but go another, right ahead. I mean, <laughs> another thing that uh, a way that they're attacking the food supply, I, especially in Europe, is they're vaccinating all the cattle with hoof and mouth, uh, yeah, va- you know, vaccine. So now you have whatever mRNA nonsense is in there that you try to avoid by not getting the the jab. Now you're eating it. So, I mean, that's just one more way to call the population if there's anything in there that's going to be malicious to your body, uh, change you from the inside. mRNA is extremely fragile. That's why they had to wrap. I don't think it's what they say it is. I think that's just the the narrative. I I agree with you, Daniel. Okay, so going by their narrative, it's extremely fragile, and that's why they had to wrap it in the lipid nanoparticles. Uh, Right, they put the hydrogel and then the dynabeads are on it for sure. Correct. I would imagine that cooking it would destroy it 
I would say that if that's the case, that that's, I mean, if that's really what it is, then yeah. maybe, but yeah, but who knows? There's lots of things that you can cook and it still doesn't make it taste. It doesn't make it a uh, healthy for you to eat. So, sure, I mean, sure. I just think that what they're doing right now is they're just poisoning every possible avenue for food because the, the goal here is to make you dependent. So if you can be dependent, uh, independent on your own by, you know, still having money somehow after they tax you to death or being able to grow your own food when they're spraying above and making everything dry out, um, then they're going to attack whatever food supply is left over. And I think that the way that they're doing it is anything that's being produced now is going to have some sort of, you know, toxicity level to it. Mm-hmm. And then the chitin thing, like that is not, <laughs> so humans cannot eat that. Human, no. that, that accelerates the same cancer that your mRNA shot just inhibited your ability to Stop. prevent cancer. Yeah, right. yeah. The whole it interferon just, suppression thing. Yeah. We all break that down for people that don't understand that. You me, or, me or Dan? Either one of you. <clears throat> Go ahead, Jerry. So, so it's my understanding that the, in order for your body to not destroy all the mRNA particles in the vaccine, there's uh, some mechanism in there that suppresses your immune system for some short period of time when you first take it. That's why you are more susceptible to getting COVID during that first week after getting vaccinated so there's an immune suppressant built into the vaccines and uh, a byproduct a side effect of that a byproduct whatever you want to call it is that all of your immune system is suppressed so there are there are various cancers and other diseases that live in your body live in everybody's body all the time that are kept at bay by your immune system when you uh intentionally suppress your immune system you allow these viruses and bacteria whatever else these other diseases that that exist in your body to take hold that's why there was an uptick in herpes and shingles and uh, possibly monkeypox i don't think that's actually an adverse effect myself because it's only affecting gay people so i I can't i don't think that's true what but there is no way that it can yeah there's no way what this that's the stupidest narrative i've ever heard that it's attacking gay people we learn from aids if you didn't learn from aids that if it's whatever a virus is wherever people want to land on it it doesn't attack your i can't even it's so hard for me to even chew on that narrative how does it know you're gay it doesn't know you're gay wherever you put your dick is is an interesting idea sure but it doesn't know you're gay yeah i i don't know where it's coming from unless monkeypox is in the 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 shipping and not the receiving uh holes right you know you, you guys got your uh <laughs> if you're if you're making a delivery you put it over here if you're, if you're... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god good one daniel yeah but, and... i mean seriously <clears throat> that they're pushing that jer and daniel i mean it, it's just like i roll my eyes so hard at that yeah, yeah so, so anyway uh that that <clears throat> that the um that whole immune suppression aspect of the vaccines is some people refer to it as uh, Shellbeck just said VADES vaccine acquired immune deficiency. So it's a thing. Yeah. So that's pretty rough. And it's, uh, if, if you have things like polysorbate 80 in there too, I mean, whatever you're, you're getting in that shot, it's literally punching holes in your blood brain barrier with that polysorbate 80. 
And well, that's what lipid nanoparticles were designed to do. I mean, it was yeah. <clears throat> they were developed to deliver. Uh, oh gene, yeah, that's a stated gene, goal of theirs. Right, yeah, for sure. Gene technology to the brain for cancer uh, treatment. That's what it was designed to do. So, yeah, of course it's going to go into your brain. And that's that's again uh, assuming that God is stupid, biology is dumb, the body doesn't know how to fix itself. It's not a spirit body. It's just a piece of material. And we have to go fix it because otherwise it doesn't know what to do with itself. That's 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 basically the 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 materialistic, atomistic uh, approach to MD medicine and allopathic medicine. Whereas people who are naturopaths or nutritionists will say you're deficient in something, and a lot of the things that you have chronic illnesses for can fix themselves if they have the raw materials. If your body has the raw materials to do so, instead of you know managing the symptoms you know, you know, throwing bandages on things. Like if you had scurvy and somebody just kept on putting bandages on your wounds and never gave you vitamin C, you're still going to die. So yeah. it's, it's important to have the raw materials that your body needs to fix itself and keep going. And the other thing too, like uh, with the, I was learning from the statin drugs and things like that, cholesterol, it makes up like 80% of your functional brain. Um, and when they say that you have plaque buildup in your arteries, it's because you have inflammation from the food you eat most of the time. And your body puts the uh, the cholesterol over the top of it like a patch so that it doesn't kill you. And then they say, oh, you have too much cholesterol because it's clogging your arteries. Like, no, it's because you're inflaming them and your body is trying to fix that. So it's not so much that it's because cholesterol bad. It's because whatever you're consuming or whatever's being entered into your body through environmental factors or whatever is causing the inflammation, like polyunsaturated fatty acids for one, like a lot of omega-6s, even fried, like fried foods, all that stuff that creates that type of thing. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And it's, it's hard to, um, sometimes it's hard for me to, Oh, I oh yeah, I sorry, I meant to say that. So that so the the, the statin drugs cause uh, dementia and Alzheimer's over time because they're taking they're taking down your your cholesterol, which is your brain function. I have a funny statin story. So uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Nisha. I saw. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's all right, Jerry. What's your story? So when I was in the hospital, they were trying to give me statins, and I refused them, and they wanted to know why. I'm like, because they're bad for you, and none of the nurses or my doctor ever heard that. <laughs> When I got out, they tried to put me on statins again, like a regular course of statins. And I, I told my doctor, I don't want this. My my cholesterol, uh, whichever the bad one is, is it was 100. That, that was my cholesterol is at 100. And he wanted to put me on statins because he said, well, you should, I want to see it down around 70. So I want to give you statins to, uh, to, to lower it to 70. I'm like, well, that's probably not a healthy level of cholesterol, 70. And he's like fighting me on this to get me to take these statins. I'm like, okay. He's like, I'll start you out in a baby dose. I'm like, okay, okay, fine. I took the prescription. I never, I never ate them. I never took them. I filled the prescription, you know, so it looked like I was taking them, but I never took yeah. them. And he hasn't said a word about it. So it was just, it's funny how much they pushed, they pushed it on me to take. And them. you're still, and you're fine. Yeah. Sarah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I got suckered into this shit too when I was told when I first got diagnosed with Hashimoto's, I don't even know how long, decades ago. And when when I left the allopathic system, you know, they're basically like, you got to stay on this for the rest of your life. And I'm like, or what? 
my doctor told me you will die Mm -hmm. and i don't know you know decades later i'm still here i might have flare-ups i might have trouble but i did not need their meds obviously and if it's a long-term experiment i think decades qualify as i'm all right was was anything from that video that where i I mentioned you uh during my talk with uh Dr. Artis, did anything that he brought up as far as things that you could do with something that you weren't already doing or was, was any of that helpful when it came to like the thyroid thing? Do you remember what I'm talking about, Nish? Yes, I do. And you pointed that out. And I can't remember it, Oh, it, what it did do. I knew all that information, but what it did do was remind me to get some NAC into my life mm-hmm. because yeah. I don't have it in my life. And I, I, I want to make sure I get that into my life. Good luck finding it. I have it. I think you can still buy it. Yeah, can you? I know, I know yeah. Amazon took it out, took it down. Oh, did they? So Check there's out troubles? Uh, in a single system, you should be able to get it at IRB. Oh, will you send me a link to that, Daniel? Yeah, I'll, I'll here. Just email. Yeah. yeah, of course. Of course. Jerry, does anyone in the chat have anything to say about that? Are they oh, able oh. to get NAC? Uh, no one's get quercetin, so- too, just by itself, because usually when NAC is stacked with quercetin, they only give you like 10 milligrams. You want to get the kirsten uh 500 milligrams kirsten is like one of those raw materials that your body can create uh the things that people don't want you to have like uh like the the same thing as like hydroxychloroquine would be in that sense so it's a really powerful natural antihistamine but you should take it with zinc yes yes of course yeah it it helps uh, kirsten helps push the zinc into your cells i take kirsten 500 a day Mm -hmm. 50 50 zinc i take a bunch of shit So have you, either of you seen the videos that have kind of been surfacing around? I've seen a couple and uh, so there's this one disturbing one and there's no info around it, but this man's at a fast food kind of place and we don't see his head. They don't show it. I think Navier, if she's here, she said she might jump in for a minute. She left. She left. Okay. Yeah. She, I knew she had to had other stuff but she said she was going to jump in anyway i think navier sent it to me and it's this guy taking a video at a fast food place the guy in front of him who's wearing shorts he's got uh pox all over his legs and some are bloody and the people in the line next to him are looking at it everyone's looking at it but nobody's saying anything and this man so clearly he'd itched one because it's all bloody and nasty so this man's touching every you can see his hands he's touching the counter no he appears to be in nice uh shorts he doesn't i can't tell if he's homeless but he's obviously buying food at a fast food joint Mm -hmm. the point of relevance is that he's in public with his bottom legs, his calves showing, and there's pox all over them. I don't know what kind of pox they are, but they, you know, they look like radiation pox to me right now. And I'm not sold that it's what it is. To me, I'm kind of in the radiation camp, but, you know, because radiation burns create pox. And so, uh, but he's got them and he's in line in public and he's showing them because he's wearing shorts and i don't know we know that there are people like this in the world that are just like that you know the person's gonna get get a cold and then sneeze all over everyone at work and stuff like that these people exist but this is like at a whole different level especially with the monkeypox narrative running afoot and then there are a couple so i'm i'm putting that out there if you haven't seen it 
Um, then there are a couple other videos I've seen where people that are having adverse reactions are with the bad uh, eczema and the skin shedding. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple videos. There's one guy who stays in his house, but he's showing everyone and he's got a long line of videos. He's been showing everyone slowly his. Is that urticaria? Is that what they call that? The, sh the shedding of the skin? I or don't know wrong? the official term, but he's been just recording changes in him for people. Uh -huh. So he's got like this long chain of custody with stuff. So his eczema that's been building and he's showing us on camera. He's like when he gets up out of bed, all the, the skin that's just gross all over everywhere and he's walking. Oh, so then you see there's another video floating around. It's not him. This guy's got you know, he's at least aware that that's probably gross to people in the world. It's probably not great. And uh, it's gross. And so to just be walking and shedding skin behind you. And so then we see a guy and we don't know if he, we don't know what he's got again, like the guy with the pox. I don't know. There's no backstory. There's no context, but there's a guy walking and he's shedding skin too. And he's wearing shorts and it's just popping off his calves and stuff and i'm like oh my god i don't know if you've seen these things they're they don't seem to be getting a lot of traction strangely um i haven't seen them on twitter but it's definitely on tiktok have you seen the general necrosis that's been happening so uh, like remdesivir has caused people to have like what's feel seems like um run death is near <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> yeah, name, right did you <laughs> see that guy with the nose the necro necrotic nose no, I didn't see that. I'll try and find that. But at, yeah, the, the extremities like uh, it'll it'll act like a like frostbite. It'll get you know beat red and swollen on the on the extremities at first, and then over a couple of days it becomes necrotic. It, it rots and falls off just like it would be if it was you know some type of uh. And they were saying that was from the remdesivir. But I mean, what you're saying, oh my god. Yeah, oh that's God, awful, Jerry. Oh, that that sounds like it. That I mean, to me, that seems like it could very well be some kind of like what do you call it, radioactive thing. Like, I mean, if skin right. falling off radiation. sounds like it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the whole thing. So, is this becoming how is disgusting. how prevalent is that becoming with the remdesivir effect? Uh, I, I with don't. the necrosis because i haven't really paid attention to that but that is really rod brooks is somebody who was uh he he was given remdesivir they tried to kill him in the hospital and uh uh his, he had advocates coming out and kind of save him at at the last minute but he i don't even know if he survived uh he was alive last time i saw a video of him but his fingers and his toes had all started to rot off and he was going to have to get amputations um the he was in an interview sitting on a couch with um, Dr. Artis, whose advocacy team basically got him out of the hospital that was murdering him. And um, then they, he, like, he had, he suffered like three heart attacks from Remdesivir during that time too. And, you know, a bunch of problems with the kidneys, obviously. And then the, the necrosis happened. Like the very first uh, dose they gave him, he had the the, the swelling of the fingers and the, and the toes and like that burning hot, cold feeling that, you know, the swelling and the redness. And then it started to rot off after one dose of the, of the remdesivir. Oh my and, God. And then children and uh, women mostly have been getting the genital necrosis. So that's sad and disgusting at the same time and oh horrible. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's just, it's ghoulish. You see that guy's nose. Imagine that being your private parts and how oh, horrifically painful that would be. 
So oh. a side note on that guy, uh, he went to the doctor to get it looked at, and they found out he had HIV and untreated syphilis. Who's that guy? The guy with the, the nose? The guy with, with the, the nose, nose, yeah. So, I mean, he had multiple things going on, but yeah, he's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Nobody's going to well, be kissing him no, for a while. No. Oh, but terrible. What a, you know, what a terrible thing to live through. And I, I, I mean, just did, can't. Did his, I picked my but, scabs. I can't imagine having that on my nose all day. Did did you um did he have uh did he have vaccines or anything related to that? Did, does it say it didn't it, uh, may have it didn't scaled down his uh immune system to get all that stuff all at once? That's kind of one of the things I've been wondering about is how many of these people who have monkeypox have had a COVID vaccine and how many? I mean, right. there's absolutely no information as to the uh, the distribution of monkeypox amongst the vaccinated and unvaccinated. I'm really curious that, about it, that. Yeah, I would want to. I would want to know that bit of the information before I would uh, agree to the. Oh, it's just the gay people narrative. Because I mean, who have they been pushing the vaccines on to? I mean, it's oh, like yeah, yeah. You know, like they say that the, the higher risk categories are the the Hispanics the immuno, and the blacks. And the immunocompromised. Yep. So, Which is ironic yeah. because you just destroy your immune system even more by taking them. Exactly. They gave my grandfather all four of them. Like they convinced him he's on dialysis. He's at the VA and he's had the fourth booster. And that upsets me greatly. I hope he got saline. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that my, is yeah. terrible. My parents were the same way. I begged them not to take it, but they did. Whatever. And then I found out this week that uh, my sister's brother-in-law, my sister's husband's brother died. He popped up with leukemia and died. I'm sorry. And his was wife he had, bitten? Yeah, and his wife had a stroke. Mm. And they're in this their is, late fifties. She had a stroke. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, we're gonna start. Course. We're this is the it's coming home to roost now because we're almost in two years. Two years was always the mark to pay attention to where it was gonna be. Now we're gonna start seeing some real crazy i don't know if you all are watching some of these other videos but i think it's in um and maybe some of our british isles people if they're in the in the chats or maybe even um amanda if our beautiful amanda's out there in scotland may know more about this there's it's somewhere in the british isles but these people are in a small town i think it's england and they go every once in a while to the to the cemetery to See that they've got kids or something in there and from one visit to the next there were 96 or 92 fresh oh fresh yeah i saw that video did you see yeah. that that was in new zealand mm -hmm. oh that's yep. actually new zealand yeah, of course zealand. and they were trip you know i mean come on and yet everyone knows what a fresh grave looks like i hope so. i lived next to a cemetery so i used to watch them do that whole thing and uh it, it's you know there's no mistaking a fresh grave sorry it's just the truth and um i mean some of them didn't even have their headstones on and you know some have their headstones on when they lay them to rest it just depends what's going on how fast the person died how Finances fast they're trying too. to lay them yeah, yeah. If, the if the family doesn't have enough money sometimes it hits it a little slow this one jerry's showing it right now are you going to share it with everyone jerry yeah i will because this is pretty shocking but not so and they're in here they're counting it they're counting it and they get up to 96. this is a small small um town, small town in, in new zealand yeah 
This is so this is not even a, the representing like a bigger space. This is a small town. Yeah. So well, it's I mean, all the information information the 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 news is getting out that there's lots of excess that non-covid related excess deaths now it's like yeah. uh, it's up 40 percent in some places in the world um it's 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 big and it's starting to hit the insurance companies insurance companies are reporting it too oh yeah um there's one that's been around since the 1800s that dr artis had brought up in one of the uh videos and he said that they have never in their history seen a 10 percent increase from one year to another ever since the 1800s since they, right. they're just they've seen a 40 percent increase yeah i forget this it was like a sigma three was 10 percent, which they've never seen and then i was like this is sigma six type level shit yeah so so if, if they've never seen a 10 percent, and now they're seeing a 40 percent, that's pretty uh that's pretty astronomical i think um <clears throat> jack's the guy jackson from uh high wire <laughs> Let me try and find this video. He had a you graph. Guys, hmm? Do you guys watch the like your threads and like I have like on my Android phone I get like the Google News that pops up every once in a while, and the the amount of coverage with this uh, coronal mass ejection stuff and these sunspots yes. and dark plasma eruptions and all mm -hmm. this other stuff like it's like I'm, there's like three new ones a day that they're trying to tell you they're coming right at us. You know, sun activity, super long uh, coronal coronal hole. And yes. like over and over and over again, you know, just more and more narrative when they decide to EMP strike or whatever they want to do to drop our comms so that we can't communicate like or whatever they're going to do with that narrative. But it just seems like and I'm sure it's very symbolic in a lot of in a lot of ways as well. I'm sure it's multilayered, but the, what their meaning is, because these these things are, you know, in my opinion, are, are, are there like they're passing notes to one another. And a, a lot of times, I think that's literally what it's about. It, it's going right over our heads, but it means something to them. Um, also, another one that's been popping up a lot lately is uh, age accelerating, accelerating zombie cells. A new study sheds light on these unique cells, and then it goes into how they don't know how to like um, the, the apoptosis is suspended, so they they just continue to go on even though they're you know what I mean. It's like they're not generating and dying off and regenerating new cells. So basically, it's creating a zombie effect in people mm -hmm. and this is just all brand new because of what what's what's the newest thing they just introduced something that suppresses your mitochondria and takes over kicks mm -hmm. it out of it puts it in the back seat and takes takes the wheel i mean <coughs> excuse me zombie cells are still alive but they can can't divide so they don't help replenish tissues uh blah 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 it's Going like that zombie that that cancer cell from the 60s that's used in vaccines because it can't die. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that one. There, there's, there's a cell line that they found in the sixties. That's eternal. It does not die. And that's been used in vaccines forever. I forget what it's called. Uh, this is the graph I was talking about. Yeah. And I'll share this with the chat in a second. So this is an insurance company, death benefits percent change compared to baseline 2017 to 2019. And these are all percent changes for all the, for, <clears throat> what's it, six, five, five different uh, insurance companies. You can see Mass Mutual is the most. <clears throat> they have a 45% increase in death benefits from 2021 alone. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's what we're being shown. 
Right. Right. <laughs> Just like the VARES where you see 1% of the total because most of the times the doctors won't even report it. And then, well, there's, it's come out too. A lot of people in the medical industry didn't even know what VARES was. I mean, so many nurses have come forward saying we'd never even heard of it. And so uh, I, you know, I don't know. I didn't know what it was until all this hoopla. So it was new to me, but I've been shocked to know and learn personally from nurses I know personally that did not even know about that system because it's not pushed. Oh my God. So here's a, here's a funny one. I just, I just popped up. I was looking for uh, one in America, but um, it says watch cannibal coronal mass ejection explode from sun surface in NASA footage. <laughs> now that's now we're tying into the cannibal uh, concept too. It's very, very funny. Well, yeah, well there was a, <clears throat> we are in a solar minimum. And there was a... The perihelion? Are you talking about? Or like a <clears throat> helion when it's farthest away? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It's a, they're, they're solar cycles. It's like the sun yeah, goes okay. into cycles where it goes into a solar minimum where it's least active and maximum when it's most active. We're in a, we're in a grand solar minimum right now. And there was a... Uh, there were two or three CMEs yesterday, two, two days ago, I think. So they're going to be successive and they will hit the earth. And I think what I was reading, we're expecting like a KP five or six storm, like 90% wow. chance of that. So it's not going to be big, but there, there's definitely going to be effects. Yeah. And I've been tracking when they've been saying that stuff for the, uh, for the solar flares and the, the CMEs. And it seems like in the beginning of the week, they'll tell you it's coming and they'll tell you it's going to hit that weekend. It's like they they but every week they they recycle that story and say it just slightly different way and they tell you it's gonna happen in the next day or two again. And if it has or it is, then maybe I don't maybe I'm just not seeing what the effects are, or they're just waiting for the time to drop the the grid. I don't I don't know and say that that's because of that. I don't well, I'm not the really sure. storm has to be at a certain level to actually hurt the grid. If that's even a real thing. Uh, but you can go on. I'm to just saying, if they drop it themselves and use that as an excuse, drop what? <laughs> communications, knock out our our communications. Oh, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do that. Well, I, the one person <clears throat> I trust is, of course, Ben over at Suspicious Observers. Right, right, me too. And I mean, to me, he is the definitive source and rebel against the machine person. They, he's, you know, he's like, he's top quality. He's interested in the the real science behind all this. He uh, bucks up against the system. They mention him a lot in mainstream and call him out a lot. And he's always right. His teams are good. Suspicious Observers is yeah, a plus. But Suzanne hates him. <laughs> oh, my God, Suze. How do you hate Ben? <laughs> she, because <laughs> it's stupid reason, too. Because he believes in the Carrington event which she does not, so. Oh yeah, little details like that, but it's still with, you know, there's there's a, okay, so this is a whole different yeah, line He of believes stuff. in space, I give him, you know, Right, this that. is, that's a whole different line of <laughs> right, stuff, and right. I agree. I just, we have to parse that stuff out, but when we're talking about the sun and what we see in the realm, he's good at calling the stuff out. He's not hyperbolic. He's the one, this isn't really going to affect us. Um, but he teaches a lot about sun 
sun physics and the relationship with earth and weather and all this stuff if you're buying into into what they tell us the sun is to begin with or how far away it is yeah well basically also how far away it is because that's all just there's so well it's just like all of these events it's like the the hash vent that just happened there are so many inconsistencies that at what point do you just finally say the story we've been sold is all bullshit because we can look at the stupid stuff that we've been sold about so much in our realm starting with the moon it's just i mean i get how the boomers it fell for it because there was no new tech then it was new everything was new there's nothing to question but here we are 50 years later and and we understand technology now we understand cameras and we understand all this stuff and you look back and it just looks like a cheesy sci-fi film i mean it really looks b-roll and so i was gonna say be nice to uh with that kubrick He, he did his best well, for the time, it was shocking <laughs> and amazing. And, and you know, you could pull that off to the people because there was no context. You know, that's when that's when when the people are blind and you've got a one eyed con man selling you a story and there's no context, it's fine. But all of a sudden you get into a, a place where people can see and the one eyed man is not God anymore. And so you know, this stuff's easy to break down with modern day tech. But the thing about modern day tech is we're in the middle of it now. AR, mm-hmm. synthetic reality, all this stuff. Now, we already know you can't trust these people. They're, they're not telling you the truth. It's clear. It's obvious a million times over. I don't know why people continue to trust these organizations the way they do. It blows my mind. Yeah but they do in mass really they truly do and then at the same time even if there are flaws you it where we are now is if you question any narrative then you get thrown into some like bullshit arena where it's like if you just question a narrative all of a sudden you're an evil trumper like you may not even like trump and they just you know it's like this is how strange our world is where it's like questioning questioning period has become an act of defiance it it should be an act of defiance it should in a fact that you're you're making someone stand up and tell you you know show me the receipts that are real show you know make me see this in a way that's real instead of your bullshit magic show and uh it it i don't know it's so crazy it's so hyperbolic and this is why i don't understand how people don't get that the shit is flowing all over us because it already hit the fan and we're processing it now and we're moving deeper into uh, some quick shit sand. Yeah, they're putting us in check and we haven't even made one move with a pawn yet. You know what I mean? Like that's that's where we're at. We haven't done a damn thing and we're already almost in checkmate. Mm-hmm. It's It's upsetting. It's upsetting because people 27 years ago, but you know, people like Bill Cooper were telling us everything we needed to know, but it wasn't as uh, apparent. Now it's right in your face every day. Everything you look at, the the maliciousness of their double talk and all this, all the things that are actually doing, like um, you know, amassing an army that are going to utilize something like taxation as their way of getting around what they're 
going to do anyway, which is try to disarm everyone. Um, it's just, it's insane. And if people just sit around and let that happen, then there's not going to be any opportunity to fix it after the fact. Once you are disarmed, you are done. The game is over. Um, you just let your family down. You just let down generations of people who fought and died for principles that you should have stood for. And you, uh, you let the, you let it go. You let it go for nothing. And there's nowhere to hide uh, this thing where people think they're bugging out and hiding. Them, yeah, but I, <laughs> there's nowhere that, to go. They're, 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 they're getting you wherever Captain you are. Drone strike himself, Obama, right. Just <laughs> nailing everybody. <laughs> And that that's the funniest thing. You know, I admire people that, that think there is a way to hide, but that's not the way to get through this. And uh, trust me, I am one that understands these, you know, if you read Fang and Claw, and uh, I understand live to fight another day is a principle, right? It's a principle. But at some point, there isn't another day. So at some point, today's the day you fight. And so isn't it better that you would have an army with you rather than just a ragtag group? I mean, yeah. that that was, you know, I mean, it's getting down to ragtag groups. And when you say fight, people don't understand what that means. A lot of people just immediately think you go out guns a blazing. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. There's a lot of ways to re- frame all of this. There are a lot of ways to undermine it. There are a lot of ways to move forward in a way that is working for us as a collective. These things are not human. I don't care what anyone says, and they're not in here for our benefit. And so it's time we recognize that they're all lying to us. They all have an agenda and pitting us against each other is working for them. We're doing the work. We've been doing the work for them all along. Yeah. And there's a, there's an element there that, you know, lots of very successful people in wartime, you know, situations have said and it's it resonates i think even all the way down to sun tzu is that hesitation favors only your opponent i think that's even a an element in chess like they literally say like that's hesitation favors only your opponent if you're sitting around waiting they're just you just give them more time to to organize and assemble against you so i mean that 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 seems to be pretty apparent as it's pl playing out right now i mean i i don't think uh I'm just going to say Vlad the Impeller didn't wait for his country to be attacked before he put 20,000 people on, up on a, on a high outlook position, if you will. And it's when he, <laughs> when he, uh, to, to push back an army of 110,000 Ottomans when he only had, uh, 10,000 in his command, but they said, when they saw that, they said, you know what, we're going to go that way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they didn't attack him. So it worked. Well, and look what they did to Vlad historically look at the monster they turned him into oh of course and the, the catholics are the ones that actually betrayed him towards the end of his life that got him killed and isn't he like a descendant of a lot of the windsors I, you know they they claim that but i don't know if that's just <clears throat> to, to to mar it even more because yeah, maybe. you know his father i don't i don't have any respect for because he left his two sons behind and got a a deal to get to get out of they got captured by the ottomans so the one thing that the the Muslim Ottoman Empire was known for was their the way they treated children, which is how the elites treat children these days. Yeah. So I'm sure he was raped, abused, and groomed, and he probably had a grudge when it came to 
the uh, the impaling. I'm sure he was quite uh, eager to get back at whatever the heck they were doing to him and his brother while his father abandoned them a year into it. Um, so I would I would say that a lot of things were probably justified. And he was actually, you know, the Dracul was uh, the dragon, which was a Christian sect. People don't get that either. Yeah, Dracula, well, they, son of they, the dragon. Right. They've demonized dragons and they've made, you know, the dragon is not again they they turn everything's twisted and turned around and i don't i've never understood this demonization of something as magnificent as what a dragon represents and and we see the good side of all this when we start looking at dragons throughout mythology and other cultures and even i grew up with uh, dragons having a magical mystical quality that represented higher higher um higher things higher thought and it's an evolved state and somehow of course this is what happens and this is what's happening and we're seeing these stories right now play out in our modern theater that they take these they take these concepts and they turn them and twist them so that you don't trust them the the dragon thing is you know one of the best things i think in game of thrones was that they did give us the house of the dragon they did give us uh khaleesi and we got to see how dragons are a very misinterpreted beast out in the field and um i don't know i'm always just taking some sort of weirdness from a dragon is is not your friend well you know what an alligator is not your friend if it's coming after you either but it still exists and it still has a right to exist and you know with everything i've got a dog going off the uh the thing i, I wanted to add to that because it's because of what you said about how they they you know, flip everything upside down and they bastardize it and they they give it a bad name and so that you don't trust it. Here's a question I have, and it's, you know, it's more of a pondering thought exercise. But would you know God if you saw him? Like, but what if what if in this realm, because you know of whatever you know interferes with our perception of things, what if it's like the man in the iron mask scenario where yes. the the god of uh, the benevolent creator looks ugly and scary to us so that we think that that's the enemy and we we are actually fighting against ourselves and our own our own survival because we're actually pitting ourselves against the one that's here for us you know what i mean like uh like when you say the dragon like i had a really strange experience where i actually saw a dragon reflection in a laptop screen and I wasn't on anything, I swear to God. But it was like, uh, like a, a negative, like a negative, you know, just like a shadow. But when I turned my head, it turned its head. It looked like one of those Chinese dragons. And I, I don't know how or why that happened. If it was looking at me, or if I was looking at it for his reflection, or if I was just tired or whatever. But something in my head clicked as like saying, "Don't be afraid." And then that's when I thought of thinking. I started thinking about the man in the iron mask because you don't know. Because of whatever's, you know, whatever interference is running through us in this thing that we pretend is being reality, and maybe not, maybe it isn't, maybe it's some kind of, you know, state of sleep for all we know. Because uh, we wouldn't. How do you compare it to something if you've never seen anything else? Like, how would you know? Like, you don't know death because you only experienced life. So, how do you know what's real just because you can touch something? Like, what is real if you never experienced anything real before? How would you know? You know, so it's that's I'm so with you on that, Daniel. And it's one of these things that in my entire life has driven me crazy with this idea of 
with some of what I call the dark Christians, and I mean the hateful ones, as I'm talking about in Izod, and I'm not putting down people in Izod, but you know, all 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 slicked down, and you know, and back in the day, we used to call them like the yuppie look, and press pushing the Christianity on you, and you know, if you had tattoos, you were too much, and you were the devil if you were anything but this kind of uniform in America. This is which in itself America. is evil if they were actually paying attention to that when you start, you know. It's like, oh, you're a Christian? Well, then forgive me. Whatever happened to tolerance? Did you read, did you read your book? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, well, that's my problem with it is that that this idea, first of all, that you can gender an energy that is a creator energy like God is funny to me because that's just very material realm. And we understand this from the Bible too, that this idea, like the angels didn't have a gender, right? And so you know, they truly are non-binary and not in this gross way that we're here, you know, we're being forced with right now, but in a real natural, holistic way, a natural way that you can see in actual nature. And the idea that God is somehow, so the idea that you have to be cleaned up and spit down and all this to be a good Christian, first of all, that you have to have a look, a uniform of some sort, you know, your, your hair's got to be brushed. And I, I mean, come on, is the, is the dirty ass bum on the street that's just done a bunch of meth is it, that's a Christian, it does that make him less of a Christian? I mean, I don't know what these answers are. I'm just saying the hypocrisy within this idea of the visage of the illusion of what a Christian is has always bothered me and it's always put me off. Now there's a lot of beautiful stuff I love in Christianity, don't get me wrong. And I think there's a lot of amazing stuff to gleam out of it, but the cult of it is very distasteful to me because it literally is a group it's a club and you have to present in a certain way christianity can't even get its damn act together with all the different factions of christianity this section hates that section hates that section yeah that's all done by design the national council of churches has made it a socialist uh marxist front for quite a long time and that was i mean the rothschilds controlled the world council of churches and the national council of churches and that was part of their plan to utilize religions to basically destroy civilization and, and through, it sure through, through the been. manipulation, the thought manipulation that goes along with it. In the division. Well, look how successful it's been. All right. So this is where we need to question again. You question narratives and how the flipping happens, right? Dragons at one time were, were very much revered, and now they're, they're some sort of evil reptilian kind of thing. And uh, that that's something that is always kind of just doesn't sit right with me. And, and, and it, just all these narratives, and, and this is what leads us back to kind of where we started, was this stuff in the public zeitgeist right now that's making me happy is seeing absolutely standard cut, normal human beings questioning interesting things in say the death of Anne hash and it one daniel once you dig in it's gonna it's like so everything's right in your face and that's why normal standard cut human beings are noticing it little stupid things like oh the the plastic didn't melt 
her hair still to her head, different colors of car top. I mean, just um, it's 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 not even just like four or five things. It's hundreds of details in this particular case. There and was that, so much symbolism throughout the Nipsey Hustle murder oh, too, yes. way back. So like yeah. the marathon thing, all of it, all of it was really, really like calculated for sure. But how much does it take? For people to start applying so they see that they see the inconsistencies in the Anne Hesh situation where is that bridge between that and the rest of it so it, these people are telling you this narrative and they're hunkering they're double downing on they're, they've closed the case they've doubled downed on it they everything else is just we're all crazy and people are are really standing up i've never seen so many people question a narrative as i am now on this one because it's so crazy so at what point do you start saying if you're someone who's just now seen those inconsistencies that oh my god what about this inconsistency like how far can that go how much momentum can this go before they get glassed over again right before they sink right back into the ether right yeah because no, look no, at the, the last ethereal, two years I mean like the ether <laughs> right but look at the last two years a lot of people are very hip to something's wrong this is obviously mm -hmm. something's not right here with, on so many levels and, and now you know and now look like at the all NH. the people that are actually now breaking down again they're just yeah. uh you know, standard normal fare. I see so many people that stood their ground through this whole thing and now they're there. We're here and they're collapsing. They're absolutely collapsing. I see people wanting to go back into the proverbial matrix that because it's too much to handle because yep. it, they don't want this information. What are they going to do with this information? Well, that's the powerful point is seeing that you have this information and you knowing that this is bullshit. And when you can call bullshit on something, you are absolutely taking the air out of that, which is serving you bullshit on a platter. Right, right. When you take, as soon as you stop giving your energy away to everything else, you're energizing yourself, you're empowering yourself. So that's, if you just take that from it, you know, and you need all the energy you can have right now because the constant bombardment of, you know, fearful BS that they're throwing at you. I mean, having a child in a charter school right now is freaking me out because I don't trust anyone when my back is turned, you know, there's so many stories of people being, you know, their children being carted away out of school property to get shots and then come back to school against their parent, their parents' uh, consent or, or without even consulting them the, that I, I didn't want her to go, you know, like, so I have that constantly like over the top of everything else in my mind. Like, I don't think it's happening yet, but who's to say, you know, when I, when I see papers come home and they're talking about germs, I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, what is this? What is this? You know, mind manipulation they're teaching my six-year-old daughter. You know, so I don't know. It's 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 there's so much going on that's going to distract people. So something as blatant and not put together as the Anheish thing, unfortunately, might dissipate after a while. And like you said, they might just slip right back into the groove. Um, the other thing I was going to say though, like when I was saying, because it made me think about. I don't know anything about the Anheshes, about symbolism or anything like that, but sometimes I think people have a hard time, and I had a hard time, you know, trying to figure out why or how it could all be so calculated until I started thinking, well, maybe this is 
half and half. Maybe some people who like to play with numbers do have part, but then the other part that we're witnessing because we're able to read what their what their intent was is just we're just looking at the fabric of the universe and how it's created. Like the, the, we're just looking at the formula. We're looking at the, the math equation. So that's just what makes up everything. We're just, we're just, we're focusing on one thread in the, in, in the, in the, in the uh, sweater and saying, wow, look at that thread. Well, it's just like every other thread, but we're just happen to notice that one. You know what I mean? Like it's could just be the, the makeup of whatever this holographic universe that we live in is made out of comprised out of that we're seeing when people start going into gematria and all this. Stuff. And to me, I think that's like wild uh, tangent stuff, in my opinion, because I've been around people who have been on meth and it seems like they like to change numbers and letters around and words and make new things and then scare themselves and then freak out. And it's like, <laughs> to me, that's what, that's what some of that stuff is like. It's like, okay, there might be something to that, but are you unraveling your own? Like, is that, is that good? Or is it like the enticement, like some books you can't read because it's a trap to, you know, to implant something into you. Like you can't read some dark magic memoirs because the allure of that is going to affect and take you over. If you do, your curiosity will kill your cat. You know what I mean? So it's not to be explored because it in and of itself is the cure is, is trying to lure you in. So is that what those things are? Is that what some of the gematria, when you get too involved in it, does to people? Does it like split, you know, splinter their mind so that they they get obsessed about it and they can't see anything else but the patterns now? Like, I mean, to me, I think it's some of it is it's like you can't you can't influence it without influencing you, you know. And then and once Absolutely. it once it's in you, it's it's like it's like it's bonded. It's like you know, it's a it's a double helix it's it's part of you now it's stuck on you this is the point of the beautiful idea of discernment oh yeah well for sure and try to be you know objective about it without getting too emotionally uh invested in any thing being absolutely the truth because there will always be another piece of a puzzle that you didn't see before that will come about and then you'll have to either stand your ground knowing that you're wrong like some of these content creators do and then there's there's big there's big examples and small examples of that on a daily basis or you just present things and say what does this all mean Mm, this is interesting and it's a fun puzzle to try to figure out but as far as like trying to say conclusively, this is the only way. I don't think that that's ever wise because you never oh, know everything. I know. It, it's terrible. There's so many of those people out in the world. They're like absolutists. And it, it's such a closed state of mind. And I encounter, there's a lot of people on platforms. I mentioned one earlier. And that's, you know, they just shut off at where they are. It's just, you know, they have their script. You can't get them off script and and they're not going to let any new data in because the data they have is the right data. And it's such a, there's nowhere to go with that. There's nowhere to interact with that. There's no play with that to, uh, to, to take it further. And everything I learned in my education, which was at the end of the day, ended up being a classical education, even though I didn't graduate from all the colleges I went to. Hmm. Um, ultimately I got what I wanted. I got really deep psychological, uh, you know, heavy in psychology and, and literature and all that. Of course I was going for art degrees everywhere, 
But ultimately what I ended up with was the, the same thing from all the best teachers I had. You take the world of knowledge that has come before you and you take it further. You allow yourself to let it inform you and you see where you can go with it. You don't close in on it and you don't become a cult of it. Right. And that's what bothers me with, say, like the cult of Jung or the cult of Einstein and the cult of anything else. It's like th these are this is data and it doesn't just stop growing. Nothing stops. And so we're getting more information and people don't even realize how limited their perceptions are in this realm. I mean, that's even up on the on the chopping block for a lot of people. It's only this physical reality and it's only what they can see, hear and smell. Yeah, that's where the, the secular humanism has its allure too, because you have to be a god in this realm because there's nothing afterward, right? So that's how they attract people into it. It's a it's a trap. And again, that discernment's a big deal. It it moves you through and it's hard sometimes to, you know, I think everyone goes through this. I know I have. There have been things that I was taught even not that long ago that I thought, you know, you're taught things and that's what you're taught and so you you don't question maybe because you respect the person teaching you it or right. it makes a lot of sense then but you're not informed to the greater uh narrative of information out there and you get stuck in it. and so you see this from a lot of people that just go in and do what they're supposed to do in school regurgitate the crap because you don't pass if you don't regurgitate they give you a little room but you don't have a lot of room and uh, and then they just get out and move forward into the career they were choosing and then into the daily grind of that. And, you know, the road to death, the road to death that so many people choose to go quietly towards. Yeah. If, if your family teaches you a philosophy or a certain way and then somebody comes and challenging it, challenges that, they're not just challenging the ideas in your mind because they're challenging your upbringing. They're challenging your family, you know? So it's, a, it's more of a defense mechanism. That's why people need to go think, go through things with not so much a hammer, but like a handshake, you know, like, listen, listen more than you talk. Sometimes let people get their, get their voice across. And then don't, don't, you know, like, I don't like calling people sheeple. Cause I think that's like, if you're trying to pick a fight, no one's going to listen to you. I agree. Gonna, I don't like know, that term either. And I, I get, I get it. I get back 27 years ago when, when uh, Bill Cooper used it, it was, it was a right for that period of time because people needed to get a good shake before they would start listening, you know, but now that we've got so this far deep into it, now it's time to, you know, come with the kindness, you know, speak and ask questions that will get them to the same, like, like with Socrates, like he would ask the questions that you would, that would guide you to, higher wisdom, higher understanding of yourself and what you actually believe in and whether or not it makes sense logically. And if you let that happen and that process happen in that person's mind and it's them saying it and interacting with it rather than being told it, like don't talk at them, talk with them and let them come to it because then they can't argue with their own conclusions as much. So then that helps open up the mind for them. If it's partially interactive with them and not just something that you just said here's here's the blueprint this is what it is here you go and it's wrong it, what you what you said before is all wrong this is it so that's not going to help anybody <laughs> no and it, it's sickening and it's belittling 
and it's the antithesis of allowing growth. And this is, you know, you said something earlier, and I just wanted to touch this as I just, I'm just throwing this out into the ether, but I know you have a young child and a lot of people out there. And I just feel so much compassion for people trying to do right by their children right now in these times, because the system itself is trying to kill them. It's trying to take over them. It's trying to commandeer their systems. It is literally changing the landscape as it's killing off all the elders. And, you know, we could talk resets and all that stuff. Mud floods, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's such a hard time to have children right now. And I can't imagine, I, I would just be worried sick. I know myself and I would be worried sick about my babies right now. How are you doing that? It's tough and, you know, agreed. And that's, that's, that's where I do get angry with the public at large. It's, that makes my life a whole lot harder because, you know, with things like weaponized, literally weaponized, our tax dollars paying through our social security to pay for CPS and things like that. If you decide that you don't want them to be poisoned, then you, they can come and take them. And they, they get more and more aggressive about this all the time. And the more the more things they throw out into the into the uh, public arena, as far as you know, virus variants and stuff like that, the more opportunities they have to run that cycle again and try to force people to do things that are not wise decisions with their loved ones. And it's just going to be another fight. And it's going to be a, okay. We got through that round. Next round is going to come right behind it. And it's like, I don't like that. I we we homeschooled the first year, and then. She wanted to, she, she's so, such a socialite already because she has gymnastics and she goes to trampoline park. She's always out about doing things, very active, lots of activities every day, but she wanted to try this out. So we're letting her try it. And I had a billion questions about it. And, um, you know, there's a little miss of a little communication, uh, disruption between myself and her mother. Not so great. Uh, so a lot of times I just get left out of the decisions because I apparently would ask questions that people who are already traumatized from their childhood can't handle anybody even ask them a question because they trigger off on things thinking that they're being personally attacked. So I learn about things sometimes instead of being part of the, the decision process, which infuriates me to all ends, but everything's working out at the moment. And that the whole thing of the, her constant mantra of we're connected and protected is total effing bullshit to me. You don't, you don't just say that and then, and then gamble your children. Fuck right. that. No, fuck yeah. you. And you know, and it's like, no, you don't just say that and, and put a, a magic fairy spell on the house. Fuck you. You know, it's like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to hear you, 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 you regressing into a seven-year-old all the time, act like an adult and protect your child. You know, it's like, yes. <sighs> understand that just because and like if you're fully aware and you and you agree and you have these discussions with me about how dangerous everything is how do you then go and do completely you know irrational illogical things that are completely in in you know contrast to what we just talked about because it won't happen to you come on man you know and this this is the this is why we don't have like a you know this this household's a little jacked up but we are here for her so it is what it is. See, but I but I'm this... have to be a warrior. I have to. I'm I'm at the gym all the time. I'm at the other place where you learn how to use self defense tools all the time, and uh, I'm just getting. I'm just making sure that I 
ask the school lots of questions and then I make, and it's a charter school. It, it's not, it's not funded by people who then tell you how you're going to do things. Like there's not going to be any CRT and any gender studies in that school. So if, and when they tell her to put a mask on, I already told, you know, Rebecca, we're taking her out. And she said, yes, agreed. We'll take her right out immediately. I'm like, okay, good. I'm going to homeschool that at that point. So it is what it is at that point. So we'll see. It's, you know, it, Daniel, it's difficult. And I'm hearing a lot of people have this issue in family units right now where they can talk, they're on the same page, but all of a sudden these kind of differences show up with their kids. And um, at the bottom line right now, and I know we're got to wrap here soon because it's, it's about two hours in, but at the bottom line right now, there has never been more of a time in, in our, I don't know when it's been more important that our gener new generations are protected. I've never seen a time in my life. And just looking back, I don't know beyond the resets and all that, but this is definitely the most important time to, to, to protect our, our kids. And we see that there's a concerted effort going on to, to commandeer them one way or another. I mean, mm -hmm. we're talking about vaccinating pregnant women. We're talking about vaccinating little kids. We're talking about taking away the okay for parents to have a say in these things and taking kids out of their class and doing it without the parents say. This kind of stuff is crazy as a person that that is just thinking in the world, let alone part of a world, uh, uh, the United States, at least, it's supposed to represent uh, absolutely opposite of what what's going down right now. I'm terrified for our next generation. Yeah, these, aren't, these aren't normal issues that humans are supposed to have to deal with. This is a completely artificial ex environment that we're having to face with, with artificial, unnatural things. So you're going to see people act, you know, oddly be, or have stress because this is not the way things are supposed to be anywhere ever for any reason. You're not supposed to feel like you're constantly having to, to defend your family from the entire effing world and that you can't trust a fucking person because the moment that they have your loved ones in their hands, they could just up and switch. You know, it's like, I, it's, it's an, it's an insanity that I just, I don't, it is what it is. That's all I'm going to say. I'm a little frustrated by that, but you know, I can't say what I just said about her and then not say this though. She does have a lot of amazing qualities and she's an amazing mother, but it's just the certain things that I would just like shake my head out. Like how the hell can you not, not just, you know, it sounds maybe, maybe you're not telling me your thought process going into this, but it seems like you didn't really, cross that I and you know cross that T and dot that I on this particular thing and it seems like a big thing you know I don't know but, yeah. uh, but oh yeah. I know yeah. that a woman you're involved with that's made it through all this with you is obviously you know she's obviously wonderful and we all have disagreements and all that and this Can is you just hear my eyes roll when you said that or did that no I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so I know that you know these are little things though but it what the good thing about bringing that up is it, it does represent how the these things are kind of playing out with people and how 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 caring we have to be with each other, how hard it is to rock this territory. And um, 
it's difficult. And then you've got the child that wants to do stuff and you can see that the, some of the stuff they want to do is going to lead to trouble and all that. So I didn't hear what I heard. She's perfectly good where she's at right now. It's just, yeah, you know, it's not, but it's just one of those things where I'm not going to ever list like, assume that that's going to be like that all the time, even in that same environment, I'm going to always constantly be asking questions and checking in on that to make sure. Yeah. 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 I feel I didn't take it as um, I didn't take that as vitriol. I took you being fierce about your child. I've only heard you talk lovingly about her. So I just assume this and what I'm talking about is a lot of couples are having this problem and it's, it's scary because there's so much different stuff going on. There's a lot to move through and it's intentional. It's intentional. And you know this. So I want to, um, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So when we were when we were talking about you know people being wrong and having to stick to their guns because they've already said it and now they've you know like in a in a sense of a content creator like they've amassed a following based on a particular uh you know theme like let's say pro Trump or Q. How do people like Dave at the X twenty two report not get like run out of town and hung on a stick? Like mm-hmm. how do, how how does he still how does he still manage? Like after all that Q stuff and all that other stuff and like, hi, this is Dave. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the guy, uh, Josh at World Alternative Media, same kind of thing there. There's a lot of those people out there. They just have loyal followers who continue to send them money. Yeah, it's like you like Tim Pool. (laughs) I mean, come on. I don't have a problem with Tim Pool. I mean, he's for the for the most part pretty fair in his reporting. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to rag on Tim Pool, but I just, you know, these people, they get so huge. That's and... promotion. They, they're, they're selected for that. Yeah. If they're, if they're, you know, controlled up or whatever, if they're just useful idiots or whatever the case may be, they need certain people to be big so that there's a, at least a division of like this, this represents this and this represents that. And everybody knows about this thing because we promoted it. So everybody knows about it. Like QAnon wouldn't have been known about anything until the media picked up on it and started talking about how bad it was. And it made people curious and wanted to check it out. So they played their part getting it popular. You know what I mean? Like the, the people who are like supposedly against Q were the ones advertising for it in a sense, you know, because who the hell would have paid attention to it if it wasn't for the media picking up on it? Yeah. I mean, it, it. that's why all this is so treacherous. It's hard to maintain a sense of groundedness and walking, you know, the center line is a big deal right now because at every angle, there's some, some shit we have to stay on our game all the time. You got to stay lucid and it's, it's exhausting. That's why I understand why people are exhausted. Trust me, I'm exhausted too. And they want this. This is, this is death by a million, you know, a million cuts um but that's another show and this has been really a great com- another great conversation with you you're so awesome how do people find you in the world um hopefully they don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah how do the right people find you because <laughs> you have a so, wonderful show thank you so brand new tube uh i don't i talked about this they got hacked so that was one of my uh channels that i had so there you are down for the count they uh, got wiped. They got destroyed. I made a video about it if you guys are curious. But joshutv.com. So it's ball, B-A-A-L-B-U-S-T-E-R dot Josh, just like the word, 
who w h o t v dot com. That is 358 videos uh, deep now, about four years worth of work. That's all my backup stuff. So when I get deleted off the bigger platforms, all the stuff that was stolen from the the public is actually always going to be right there. So you'll find it there, and then podcasts everywhere. Um, Spreaker is where I where I you know upload it, but then it goes out to everywhere else. Like Spotify is a huge one; a lot of people uh, listen through there. And uh, you can catch me on Instagram at Allbusters. Just push it together so there's no space. B a a l b u s t e r s and Telegram t me forward slash Ballbusters Studios. Well, it's been a great pleasure, Jer. Um, what do you have? And I want to. I want. I just want to thank everyone out there that is. You know, Jer handles the the chat and so sometimes our guests don't understand that he's doing that and uh but jerry handles the chat i thought so i was I wanna... just talking too much oh, no. well <laughs> i i had nothing to add to the conversation so i shut up <laughs> and you're you know my my least amount of italian on this panel is still still functions in an italian thing the loudest voice <laughs> at a table anyway um i i want to thank everyone that's come here jerry and i love our show and we miss doing it when we're not doing it and so it's always a good one it's something's always here i I learned something from everyone so i just want to send gratitude out to you all out there and jerry thank you again for being jerry and daniel thank you can Thank I you, leave Daniel. one what if for the please, audience to ponder on the way out the door? What if there is something, some force coming, and it's coming for them, and they're corrupting the blood with these vaccines because what happened with the flood? They had to get rid of all the corrupted blood, so they're purposely corrupting us. Or if it's parasitic, they're hiding inside of us. So, hey, God, haha, if you want to kill us, you got to kill your creation. And that's a good note to leave on and yeah, I, I sure. you know I want to ping on that but I'll let it go <laughs> I put a, I put a link to a video I talked about that in the chat so it's it's up there the joshu.com yeah oh I, Jerry did you pass it on I did not pass that one on I passed his channel link on I'll do it right now there's a video it's an old one so I'm not as refined but it's it's still all right all right I just passed on all right. Well, thank you everyone for joining. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks with Nick Hinton. Finally got him pinned down <laughs> again. Uh, that should be an interesting chat. And I've got someone else lined up for September, but I forgot who. You're no help, Nish. I'm terrible. You know that. I know we're getting Salvatore back and um there oh, there are people I don't, I don't have it booked yet i forgot oh i know who it is never mind and we do have that interview we we uh nish and i interviewed uh bart sabrell last week oh and that's a goodie and i got that we're I'll just going to release that, that on the podcast stream yeah that's a not, goodie not on youtube and i have to catch up on niche as well so i'm going to do that tonight <laughs> when i'm working Check out my prima donnas with Amy D because you'll get a little bit more caught up on the Anne Hesh thing. You've got to put your eyes on this. Is what's the best place to go to? Is it Spreaker or is it like a what where where should I go to get Cosmic Salon and Prima Donna the gutter and all that stuff? Well, that on Anchor, 
but Anchor. because Anchor does like Spreaker and it pushes it out. So if you're on on Spreaker, if you're on Spotify, you know, Cosmic Salon's out everywhere, but you're also um, on the site. So you can just pull it up from there okay. where, I, where I posted it. So um, yeah, so it's out there, but it's definitely a barn burner and it's definitely something to get your eyes on and check, make sure you check out those videos of of the actual evidence of her coming up off of the yeah the gurney the gurney there's three different angles of it it's absolutely haunting creepy stuff sad stuff um, but you need to get your eyes on this narrative for sure it reminded me of that scene from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail I'm not dead <laughs> oh jeez oh you're not fooling anyone that's I a good <laughs> Monty Python was really so ahead of their time. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, people out there. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye-bye.